Welcome to our podcast, Transparently Speaking. I am Diana, and I have a son who transitioned at a young age to become his true self. And I am Joy. I have also supported my daughter to transition at an early age. We are here to share our experience and our learning along this journey. We want to provide support and guidance parent to parent. And if you find yourself on a similar journey, we want you to know that you are not alone. So let's dive in, transparently speaking. Diana, you recently visited with your dad, and we are honored that you decided to record a conversation you had with him in terms of what he remembers about this experience with you supporting your kids through this transition. Is there anything you want to plant the seed about before we go ahead and play that recording for our audience? Yes. I mean, I'll talk about it right at the beginning. My dad has been one of our greatest supporters and just an amazing example of love. And so I really wanted to honor him. And I wanted to hear a little bit more about what was going on inside his head. So a lot of this was a surprise for me because I can tell you what I saw on the outside. It was a real gift. And I think it's a gift to many. Well, thank you so much for doing this. A quick note to our listeners, given that Diana was on the road, there is some background noise that we couldn't get removed as we process this recording, but we think it's still valuable enough. We wanted to offer that. So quick apologies and note that you will have some background noise. And after the recording, son, we'll come back and have a little processing and chat about the conversation. Today, I have my dad with me and I thought it would be a great opportunity. Dad, do you mind if I ask you to tell the listeners how old you are. I'm 82. (laughs) You're 82. Let me think. When Clark transitioned, you were like 73, right? Nine years ago? Yes. So I only bring that up because I help a lot of parents and grandparents. And sometimes people say, I'm too old to learn these things. And so I wanted to bring you on today. Because what would you say to that? If someone said, I'm too old to learn these new names and genders and things. Well, that's never too old. You just have to try. You have to, you have to do it. You have to work at it sometimes. Maybe you have to work at it a little bit harder and longer, but it can be done. Yeah, I love that. You made it look easy, I have to say. I don't really remember you ever making hardly any mistakes with Clark's name or even Diana's name. Mm-hmm. So how did you work at it? Well, the main thing is love. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the word that comes to, to me. Yeah, love for you and love for the, for their grandchildren. I think that's an extremely important uh, word and feeling that you have. And it's easy to do things if there's love. It's awesome. So I think it was easy for me because of the love I have for you and the love that I have for them. Right. But there are a lot of grandparents that will argue that they are loving, that they think their children are doing the wrong thing for their grandchildren. But you've never shown us any of that judgment. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, you as a parent, you're close to your children. You know your children well. I am far away. I love them, but uh, there's a lot of distance and um, miles and also time. But uh, so I really don't know them well. And you know them well. And whatever you did, whatever you do is for the well of the children. So I never, never doubted your, your judgment. You're so your husband, you know, that's whatever you were doing, whatever you were uh, 
making decisions that was on the benefit of, of the family and benefits of the, of the children. Mm-hmm. Never doubted. Never doubted you. Thank you. I never put my, my persona or my experience in, you, in, in your place. It's, it's impossible. It's impossible. Wow. We are grateful for that. But do you remember what you thought? I, I can remember where I was. I was standing outside our house when we were on the phone and I first told you about Clark. I don't know if you remember that con- any part of that conversation or what you thought when I told you that Clark's a boy. I remember the conversation, but I don't remember exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I was here in the house. Do you remember at what time that was? It was a weekend, and I would guess it was the afternoon. I remember it was sunny outside. Well, probably was at home. Probably was at home. But I don't remember exactly. Do you remember what you thought when I told you that Clark was a boy? Well, it was, it was a surprise, but not so much. Let me tell you what. It was Clark was probably three or four, and we were at the swimming pool in the hotel. And uh, my wife and I were with with, with Clark. We were having a good time, and there's a little girl comes in a bikini Mm -hmm. and comes to make conversation with Clark. Mm -hmm. And the question says, uh, Where's your bikini? Where's your doll? Because she had a doll. Mm -hmm. You know, let's play. And Clark became extremely nervous, anxious, and came to us to be very close to, to us as, as needed protection. And I think even the little girl, you know, asked Clark, uh, are you a girl? Mm-hmm. And at that point, Clark really panicked and started to cry and said, I want to go to the room. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of strange. Why? why, why? There's something different. You know why Clark is avoiding those questions and avoiding that conversation, avoiding that person. Mm. So it was kind of strange. My wife and I thought there was something strange. So, and, and, I, and again, Clark was not wearing a bikini, right. he was wearing shorts, I yes, think. Shorts and a swim top. So there's different things that, you know, well, it was a, it was a surprise because I did not know anything about you know, transgender, and it was what, you know, but it was a surprise, but uh, again, my initial thing is, I'm all behind you, you know what you're doing, because I love you, and you love them, and you will not do anything to harm the, the children, so it was a surprise, and sometimes difficult, situation to 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 face in what way well you know there's always that fear you know there's some concerns about uh, safety right. acceptance yep. you know acceptance and that was some years ago now it's, it's changed a little bit there's more acceptance but still we're far away uh but acceptance everywhere you know, family, neighbors, friends, acquaintances, school, etc., and fear. Right. You know, or any kind of physical, uh, physical threats right. or damage that. So, we were concerned. Sure. So were we. We accept. We accepted that, but we we're concerned. We're still concerned. Mm-hmm. You know. 
you were surprised it didn't show because <laughs> I remember I was so nervous to t- tell you because I didn't know, to be very honest, here's my prejudice with your age and your Mexican background. I thought he's not going to understand this. And your response was, you tell Clark that we love him just the way he is. That's what you told me. Yeah. Sounds good. You tell him that we yeah. love him just the way he is. Right, right. Well, again, there's that, you know, past event mm-hmm. you know, that was the most. At the swimming pool? Yeah, the swimming pool more noticeable, you know. Maybe I also had the experience with my brother that uh, I think, or his mm-hmm. gay son, and my brother never accepted him. And I became very critical of my brother. He's your son. It doesn't matter what. Because he did not accept him? He did not accept him. You must accept him. It does not matter what it is. You know, that he's the same person. He's, he's your same son. So with that background, mm-hmm. you know, that personal experience with my brother, you know, uh, and, and I felt it that way. I felt with my brother. You, you must accept your son. He's your son. Mm-hmm. You know, so so when you told me about that, you know, I was again surprised, but maybe not a hundred percent. And again, I I accepted all that because of you mm-hmm. and, and your husband. And then along came Dinah, which was a little bit of a different story because Dinah changed his. He was younger, but he also changed his name to Dinah a year before yeah. from a neutral name. And I have to be honest, I don't remember telling you. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I did. Because I remember with Dinah, I would have him tell. So I'd wait until somebody said something and referred to him as she. And then he would always correct them. So he corrected you. And then I repeated it. Because yeah. oftentimes, he was five. So a lot of times people don't understand, like, what did he just say? <laughs> he yeah. said he's a boy. And he goes by he. So I don't know if you remember that at all or what you thought once you heard about Dinah. I don't remember, but again, the, the, the name um, made it more difficult uh, still now. It's kind of confusing. Did it make it more difficult with, the, uh, with accepting or yeah, the pronouns? pronouns? Yeah, with yeah. the pronouns, for yeah. sure. You know, and I have to be very careful because I'm a little bit dyslexic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I say it one word for another, she for he, and you right. know, so, and that's not, and this not with, with, Diana. with, with yeah. the children, it's everyone, with other people, you know, relating something like that. I'm talking to my wife, like, what? You mean he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but other people, you know, but movie stars or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so that's, that's also I have to be careful, you know, with myself, you know, whoever. I'm talking about it was a little bit more difficult because of the name. Now he is another person now. Totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, Clark was a little bit subdued, quiet, you know, and we we're talking about somebody that is a little bit kind of a uh, very, very, very vocal. Yeah, know, Dinah is vocal. <laughs> yeah, very vocal, express, expresses his feelings, you know, <laughs> the, the, the difference. So it's a little bit different. But you didn't handle it differently. It was a surprise, you know, but again, with that first experience, and uh, it was much easier to accept. Well, maybe would have would have been the same, you know, just because of the love for you that I have and the trust, uh, you know, that I have, uh, you know, you and your husband. 
that I trust. Did you do anything to like try to practice pronouns or new names when they changed them? Practice? No, I have to be conscientious about that. You know, I accept. I have accepted that. Yes. I have to be careful not to hurt them or hurt you by, you know, saying that. Not because I wanted to, but by mistake. Because the longer it went with the clock, it was much easier. Right. You know, because, uh, okay, as a grandparent, you know, you see your grandchild being born and then being raised and uh, you have in your mind you know, a specific uh, person, that, then that changes. So it's this, and somebody that I'm not living, we're not living with them, you know, so it's a little bit more difficult to to change your mind, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, uh, so. It's so funny that you say that, though, because I don't, I really don't remember you making hardly any mistakes. I think we're always pretty understanding of mistakes because it takes all of us time. I mean, Arthur and I made mistakes, but, um, but, and I think, yeah, I don't have any memory of, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we all did, but I don't really remember. It doesn't stick out, which yeah. usually means it's a well-intentioned one. So leave us with this. What advice would you give grandparents that are just finding out that or their grandchildren are transitioning? What advice would you give them as they're kind of dealing with their own surprise? Number one, that's a reality. Number two, you have to trust your children mm-hmm. and raising their children the best way possible. And so, again, the, ba- the main thing is love. You love your children. You trust your children. You know, you trust their judgment. Or at least that's the way I feel. You trust the decisions that they make, mm-hmm. and they have to make their own decisions. I'm not living your life. Grandparents, you're not living the life of, the, of their children, you know, and we have made mistakes along the way raising our own children. And we have made, you know, we have our, our work and efforts and love, et cetera, and triumphs. And so it's, it's our life, it's a relationship, that relationship that you have with them. And, and, and I know you love them and you want the best for them. And I want the best for you and for, for them too. So the grandparents, Trust and love. Thanks, Dad. I love you. Love you. So, Diana, throughout the recording, I think you say it at least twice, and you and I have talked about this. You're really surprised with some of what your dad shares here. Tell us more about that. Right. So, from the beginning, he was so seamless in his response, in his use of the kids' names and pronouns. Um, both times that to hear him use the word surprised or, you know, shocked or that he had any processing to do (laughs) was news to me. He'd ask a question every once in a while, but always so respectfully and just seemed like a more in-depth desire of understanding, but never seemed to grapple with any of it. And I have to give a shout out to his wife too. She also was just like him, just right in alignment. We love Clark. We love Dinah. We love all the kids just as they are. And also without much mistake. So to hear anything besides that, well, of course it was easy. And, you know, I say that and I'm like, of course it wasn't. It wasn't easy for me, (laughs) for any of us, but he made it look easy. Yeah. 
And it's so beautiful how he talks about his relationship with you and the honor and respect he shows for you as a parent. You know, the key advice he talks about is trusting your children and their decisions and this acknowledgement, you know, of never doubting you as a parent, that you were making these decisions for the best interest of your children. It's so beautiful. That part was amazing because I always think of it as love for the grandchildren. He definitely is unconditional love for all of them. He has a great relationship with all of them. But my dad and I have always been very close. I've always considered him like a best friend as well as a parent. But that also surprised me to hear that it had more to do with me than them. Beautiful. I love that your dad acknowledged and shared that hotel pool experience <laughs> as sort of something he remembers and why, you know, at the end of the day, he wasn't really surprised about Clark's experience. Diana, we've shared this but in our experience. And I think some of our listeners, if they're observing their kids or others going through this, sometimes there are these observations we make that are sort of insights towards the gender identity to be announced in the future. And it was kind of fun hearing his story about that hotel pool experience right. that helps him explain maybe why he wasn't that surprised. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, there are those times that happen from time to time where like, this didn't quite make sense. And now it all makes sense when, you know, a person reveals their identity. I mean, I don't think we had that experience with Dinah because he was, younger and just raised. So I don't want to say neutral, but all inclusive that there wasn't a lot of gender to our discussion or things to pick out and hadn't gotten old enough to be in that social pressure situation. Plus a couple of years of COVID. And it was fun to listen to him, put those pieces together of things that he couldn't figure out before now makes sense. The other thing I thought was interesting in there was um, challenge that he was experiencing as he observed his brother not accepting his gay son. Yes, I definitely have heard my dad talk a lot about that with some judgment and frustration just because he feels that nothing changed, his son didn't change, and his son deserved a certain amount of respect his brother would argue that he does love and respect his son, but he still makes jokes from time to time. And my dad has been very adamant to him that jokes are not okay. They are hurtful. And I think it gave him a chance to think, you know, if I'm ever in this position, I will make sure that person knows that I love them for who they are. And there's no jokes about it. And that's been my experience with him. One thing I do want to mention to our listeners is, Diana, this recording you have and the experience and the way you share your dad showing up for you and your kids is so beautiful. And I can imagine there are listeners we have who don't have that kind of family support right. around them or that kind of reaction or response. So I just want to acknowledge that, that I, I honestly believe this is amazing. I don't think it's normal either. Meaning I, I think that the love and the acceptance that your dad brings to this and the support he shows you is of course a beautiful model that I don't think many of us are lucky enough to experience. Right. And I don't even have it. Uh, both parents, my parents are divorced. So I don't experience this from my mom who doesn't even know about the podcast. Like I can do this with my dad because he knows about the podcast and I trust him to share it. And he's one of our 
loyal listeners every time it comes out. And I'm still lucky with my mom, but I would say she shows up and loves us despite the transition. And she has some understanding and she's supportive in her own way. But I don't think we would have ever heard this message from her. I think she has a lot of question and she has concern, which my dad talked about too, concern for safety. A lot of family members reject out of concern for safety. Mm. But my dad points out, like, why would he think he knew more about my children's safety than I did? And I think that's a really important point. Totally agree. And he talks about, you know, he's not living in the same community as you. So he also doesn't have visibility to what's happening on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's reflected in the way he talks about trusting you. Totally. And that's probably where the idea of this podcast came because I was having a hard time with my mom. I just called my dad to say, I just want to thank you for always being supportive. You've never questioned me once. And that's where the idea of this podcast came. So beautiful. Is there anything else you'd like to reflect on as you think about the time you spent with your dad talking about this? I think the one thing to point out is there is more than one narrative of not every grandparent's going to reject their children or grandchildren. Not every grandparent is going to be as loving and accepting and whether they are, they aren't, there are a lot of reasons, but I really wanted people to see this narrative of my father just being incredible that it is out there. It is possible. And to, for the grandparents out there that I've often heard from some grandparents, like age as a reason, which we address, I haven't talked to a grandparent as old as my dad. <laughs> so I think he um, nullifies that excuse of age. <laughs> So awesome. I think the only other thing I'd also offer to our listeners above and beyond even the love and trust that comes through here is this concept of acceptance that your dad is also kind of reflecting is, Hey, this is real. And all we can do is to accept what is and love the people around us. That's a wrap on this episode of transparently speaking. Thanks for joining us today. Join us again on the 1st and 15th of every month for our next podcast. Thank you to Filter for our awesome music. That's P-H-I-L-T-Y-R. Check them out at Apple Music, YouTube Music, Spotify, or anywhere you download music. As a reminder, we welcome your feedback and questions. Email us anytime at transparentlyspeakingpodcast at gmail.com. If you're taking something away from our podcast, we'd appreciate if you'd take a moment to provide us a review. The more listeners and reviews, the more people we can reach and support. Thanks in advance. Cheers from Joy and Diana.